this week on a very special Geek 4. I wasn't sure I was going to release this audio. In the month of January, I took the solo show writing course that episode 219 guest TJ Daw led. It was great. I met a group of really talented performers or, like me, wannabe performers. I had a blast. The course's final assignment had each of the participants give a five-minute performance of whatever original piece they were creating. Now, when I started the class, I had no idea where I would go with this. I had ideas of stories, but I didn't know what I wanted to tell. In the various get-to-know-you exercises we did at the beginning of the class, I realized that my story, the story of the last year, year and a half of my life, is pretty interesting to people. Now, I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to frame the rest of the story at this point, but I have what I think is a pretty engaging introduction. I recorded an audio version of it and sought feedback from people outside the class. Some people are those who are close to me and know me and my story pretty well. Some are people who hardly know me at all or don't know me or haven't seen me in years. I'm so grateful for the support of those who offered or agreed to give a response, and I'm even more grateful to those who actually did. Overall, the feedback was very positive, and so, being encouraged that I was onto something good, I thought I'd just straight up share it here. Who knows? It might motivate me to keep working on it. If you listen, like it, don't like it, have any feedback whatsoever, please reach out and find me on social media. So, I'm five years old and it's the first day of school, kindergarten. A whole class of five and six-year-old kids are sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor while the teacher, Mrs. Gardner, calls out our names one by one to see who's there and who's not. I have learned that this is called role. Now, I'm the sort of kid who likes to know the expectations, and I have been waiting, longing, chomping at the bit to start school. I can already read, unusual for a five-year-old in the late 1970s. Last week, when I met the principal of the school, Mr. Xavier, he was really impressed with that. He even talked about having me tested to see if I'm gifted. Spoiler alert, I'm not. Just keen. I have all these lofty expectations about the sorts of things I'm going to learn and discover here at Lakewood's Public School in Oshawa, Ontario, Canada. And at this moment, before anything has actually happened, I am filled with hope and expectation. And so I sit, crisscross applesauce, in my brown corduroys and maroon v-neck sweater, waiting to respond with what I know is the correct response when my name is called. I raise my hand and in a loud, clear voice respond, present. I have not realized until this exact moment that I don't know if I'm supposed to raise my hand and say present simultaneously, or if I'm supposed to give a short pause between the hand raise and the verbal confirmation. I think I'll pause. That just seems right. Now, my last name is Boyce, B-O-Y-C-E, and in a group of 20, 25 people, my last name usually becomes, usually comes between the third and the eighth alphabetically. And so I wait, patiently, or as close to patient as I can muster at this moment. Adair, Paula, this small, pretty girl in a plaid dress smiles. Hi! Paula clearly doesn't know the rules. She doesn't even raise her hand. 
I now know that Mrs. Gardner is reading last name first, first name last. I'm listening for Boyce Michael, and I'm ready to throw my hand in the air. Present. Amodio Joseph? Yeah. Does no one in this class know how to respond? Baker, Kenneth. It's Kenny. No one calls me Kenneth. Wait, are we allowed to do that? I mean, my name's Michael, but no one calls me that except my grandma. Everyone calls me Mike. I decide that I can address the name thing later, but for now, I will go with the expected response. Bonsfield, Paul, present. I'm going to have to watch that son of a bitch. Boyce, here we go. I get ready to raise my hand. William, I freeze. That's not my name. I panic a little, scanning the room to see if there's another kid with the last name Boyce in the room. No one moves. It has to be me, right? Why does her list say William? William Boyce? Oh God, she had to repeat it and reverse the order. I've waited too long. What do I say? I'm going to be labeled as the kid too dumb to know his own name. Mrs. Gardner sees my confusion and talks to me, slowly, using small words. Are you William? Do people call you Bill? No, people call me Mike. My name's Michael. I later learned that when my mom registered me for school, she accidentally wrote my father's name instead of mine. She promised she would go to the school that week and correct her mistake, but some version of this scene played out over the next three years of first days of school. Teachers thinking they knew me, and me insisting I knew who I really was. In 2020, I had what I can only describe as a complete crisis of identity. All the things I thought I knew about myself, the foundations on which I'd based my identity, crumbled. Husband, professor. I left the city I called home for 20 years. I left my job as a tenured professor. I left my marriage. It was the pandemic and all the things that I'd put in my life to distract me from asking that one all-important question, who am I? stopped and I had to ask and I didn't know